Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I am Chaz, and it smells... I forgot to tell you, well, I did the same thing. We flushed this toilet down here, then you flushed it as well. I did first, you did second. Mm -hmm. It now smells ranchit down here. Right. Rancid, not ranch. No, it smells a lot like ranch. I wish Um, it smelled like ranch. Thank you for trying to find a way to blame me for that, and then realizing... It was your fault. Well, I did it as well. You did it the second time. I did oh. it the first. You now, I could have closed the door. It's probably open. You might want to get those pipes cleaned. Oh, I need this pipe cleaned. It has been getting stuff in it We all are day. here today to cover Season 1, Episode 17 of Jujutsu Kaisen. It is, first of all, quit being dramatic. Can you do that for me? Do you have a mask? Did you bring can one? You, can you quit acting so dramatic? Like, good lord. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. All I did was shit in the floor, okay? It's not that bad. It's This is a really long title of the episode, and I need you to I'm listening. be with me here. Kyoto Sister School Exchange Event Group Battle 3. Starting to feel as if they uh, just didn't want to with these episode titles. I'm not a fan of them. So, what did you think of this episode? Well, to me, it's not the Panda episode, so obviously I'm not not as hyped. And then it was just a bunch of, uh, how do I say this in a nice way? Mm. It's a bunch of women. Oh, don't like where we're going. Yeah. uh, But no, in all seriousness... I like Maki a lot, mm-hmm. and I also have some feelings changed about Mai as well. Ooh, can't wait to get into all of them. I do like the uh, the way this exchange event has set up some characters. If you remember about halfway through the season one, I felt like, you know, we've watched 10 plus episodes of this, but I only feel like I know a couple of the characters, and I kind of like this... Uh, this formula they've got going for each episode only focusing on certain people and checking them out checking them out getting to getting to learn a little bit more about them trust me i was checking out my this entire time so we start off be careful we start off outside of our element we go to the op first and i don't really know why they did this they easily could have done like they uh always did it that's what i'm telling you between the episode titles the editing i think the show was just going through a phase of not wanting to keeping you on your toes you know what they wanted to do not wanting that didn't make any sense at all yeah good start by you we flash back to before the event started Mai and miwa are in their warm-up track suits getting some stretching in it's so important guys you've got to stretch and it's just as important to stretch afterwards too come on yeah, but you want to get movement involved when you're stretching. Don't just stand there and stretch. That is what people do that don't know what they're doing. Get some high knees going. Get some jogging while arm stretching going. You got to get moving. Yeah, I, I like that, that note. That's a good note. Thank you. Do the activity lightly before you just go all out. Yeah. You know, Just because you put your arm across the body for 10 seconds and do it the mm-hmm. other way, and then you start, you know, uh, what do these nice ladies do? Start shooting revolvers. You know, the kick's pretty strong on those. You want to... Yeah, and don't put your leg behind your head until you've done like a couple of lunges or walking steps. You don't just want to stretch your glute- up to it. gluteus maximus out like that, yeah. Build up to it. 
Get a nice uh, stretching playlist. Chad has so many stretching playlists that he can send you. Well, that's how I start out my morning. Every morning I get up, I do, I jog around my bed, and then I start well, stretching before the day. Uh, fucking, that's terrible. That's exactly what we said don't do. No, no, no. You do a little... Well, when I say jog, it's a little light, light little damper, and then you stretch. You don't want to sit down and just stretch, if that makes sense. I do 30 minutes of stretches in my bed before I get out, just to prepare to get out of the bed. Or are you at least moving around in your bed? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just ask some of the ladies. Dude, we that should do a stretching vlog. I think we should do a stretching <laughs> That's a great idea. All right, stretching vlog coming soon. So Maya's telling Miwa that Maki, okay, right out of the gates, too many M's. Yeah. They've, I've, didn't realize it till last episode when we also had Mecha Maru. There are too many M names. Let's yep. ch- chill out. So I feel like these chicks' names could all be one name put together. That's what um, it is. They separated it out. Ma- Maki Miwamai. Yeah. How about that? Maki Miwa- Miwamai. Or Miwaki Mai. Miwaki Mai. Miwaki Mai Ma. Okay. She says Amaki isn't anything to worry about. She's not even a real sorcerer. She can't see curses without her cheat code glasses. And which I kind of agree with, but she's still a badass. She will be grade four forever. And at the time, this uh, relieves Miwa, but we immediately cut to a much more stressed version of the young woman as her and Maki are in the heat of battle. Maki, she's no pushover, and Miwa has started to realize what she's truly in for. She says if Maki had been using a blade, Miwa would have already died twice at this point. You know who she reminds me of? Which one? Miwa or Maki? Maki. Who? Trey Young. Oh yeah? You know. Go go for it. Tell me how tell me how you see she, it. She she was not gifted with the genetics of cursed energy, but she fought through and she is super strong now and she's gotta use like she's gotta use some some help. Because she wasn't genetically gifted. Trey Young, very short guy. Yeah. He's using the help of the refs occasionally. Unfortunate hair. Unfortunate hair. Just terrible genetics, if we're being honest. The only thing he didn't that's good for him is he's, you know, he's in shape. But he works. uh, Right. Um, But you uh, have always kind of criticized him of being skinny shape. Well, no, that's a good. That's a, in basketball, you know, that's kind of what you want to. Be. I think. I think be. exactly what you said was he doesn't even lift that much, bro. He's just so skinny that he okay, looks shredded, well, and you I mean, seem kind of jealous. Even though you kind of have the same exact skinny body type, and you are you are nowhere near as shredded as Trey Young. Well, here's. I mean, I definitely outweigh him by at least fifteen or, or twenty like ounces or pounds. I definitely outweigh him. I'm taller than him. I I look so much better than Trey Young, so it's not even close. But yeah, um, with that being said, go Hawks. Big game seven tonight. If you listen to this, literally, uh, this might already be irrelevant. We might already be out of the playoffs, and if that's the case, we had one hell of a run, you know? And Uh, there's probably two people that even know what the Hawks are that are listening right now. A lot of people are saying, who is Trey Young? He's a, guy, he's a guy that's not nearly as strong as me. I'm way stronger. That's basically what we were trying. He reminds Chad of Maki, and he's yeah. nowhere near as strong as Chadley. So, I'm so strong. Miwa is trying to close the distance between uh, because Maki's weapon is so much longer. And Miwa says she doesn't understand how she's only a fourth grade because she could easily defeat second grade curses. 
Maki kicks Miwa off the side of a cliff into a river, and when Miwa stands up, she sheathes her sword, which I thought to be a silly move while in a battle, but stupid Ronnie, clearly it's because this is what she must do to appropriately perform New Shadow-style Simple Domain. Yes, and I love a good river fight. I don't know what it is about a river fight, mm-hmm. but whenever you're in shallow water fighting, yeah. it just makes for good scenes. And uh, here's the other thing, too. It's the best when you can find a stretch of river slash we've got some creeks in our area here in Georgia where it's just enough water to get above your ankles to where your movement is really not that restricted so you can really do some cool water bending mm-hmm. moves. Yeah, this is this looks more like a big creek. I would agree on that. And... uh yeah, I, I, it is funny. You do have a creek in your backyard. I've gone over on occasions. I've seen you in the creek, and you've been trying to water bend. Well, and I, it just looks like you're. Well, waving it's not your trying. Arms. I actually, I've, the uh, my bending has gotten much better well, since the last time you seen me. Well, basically, what I saw, I saw you just moving your arms in a circle. And well, then, it's actually not in a circle. You fucking dweeb. You that's have to, what you were doing. You have to push and pull. The water is basically step okay. one that you wouldn't understand, and then you can. Uh, get into more elaborate moves from there and then i just see you kick the water in the air like you did something it's it's kind of cute well you do what you do is you well scoop i mean by scoop you force the water up and then when it's in the air you uh combo that to a kick and it can make um some real hard water daggers that definitely will uh well keep practice keep practicing i get my dog to run away i'll try to get a video next time Never support my water bending. So, she's doing this move. This allows her to attack anything that enters the 2.21 meter radius of her domain on full auto reflex. It's uh, released if her feet move from the point they're at when it's activated. Now, this is, once again, it's a very complex move descriptions. Are you with me? Do, yeah, do you like how each move is comp like how complex each move is for each character or would you rather it be more of a broader form to where they could kind of add a little bit of it because i feel like sometimes in this show it's not like it's extremely unique for every character which is almost i wouldn't say a bad thing mm-hmm. but could possibly be a bad thing here's the thing i think it's the sort of thing for the most part once you explain it once now, when they explain it, it is always very complex. They really take the time to explain it. If you can focus for 10 seconds and read it and figure out what they're actually saying when they're talking about 2.21 meters, yeah. blah, 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 it's usually pretty simple. So you're telling, it's like, you're, so you're telling me I, I have a terrible uh, attention span? and No, no, I can't because even... I, I'm actually being completely serious when you're saying okay. that because I know what you mean. When they're talking about Nanami's seven to ten ratio, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah, it's like, okay, what are we talking about? But once you realize, you're like, oh, is he's just got to hit Mark seven out of ten, or mm-hmm. oh, Yuji's fist is just delayed energy, and in this case, it's she just has quick reflexes inside of a circle, and if her feet move, it does not work out. Okay. So I like that they're taking the time to everyone has kind of a move. I'll tell you what, it's better than fucking Maya walking around with a revolver. Well, you just don't understand her move is what it is. The other thing I will say is it's kind of, it feels a little bit silly when you, they take so long explaining 
people like Miwa's moves like that. That's kind of what I was getting. And then you see Mechamaru, yeah, and all he's doing is just launching rockets out of mm-hmm. his arms. That's kind of what I was trying to get at is because to me, Miwa is one of the weaker characters right now for sure. Even when I see her do this, I'm just like, yeah, like I'm, I'm. St- I know we've already been with Maki, but I'm so for Maki right here. I just feel like Miwa is such a Miwa. Um, she's got blue hair, and to be fair, when you say that, they explain this move, and then what literally happens right after that is Maki charges her the exact way that Miwa says she needs to charge her, and the move does not work. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. If, it, if they can do it in 10 seconds or less, I'm here for it. If it goes over 10 seconds, I'm going to turn off the show. Okay. Uh, makes a lot of sense. She says it's the fastest technique, um, and Maki's one step ahead of her, though. She is aware of all the things Miwa is aware of. She knows that before she plans on attacking, Miwa probably plans on trying to disarm Maki because she's just got that reach advantage. So what does Maki do? She snaps the weapon in half, the bow staff, which seems Mm -hmm. irresponsible, let me say that. How many cursed weapons do they just have lying around that she can just break up into smaller weapons? She's so badass, it doesn't even matter. She spent this whole battle taking advantage of her reach with this weapon, and now she will never be able to do that again because she's made a couple of nunchucks that aren't nunchucks because they're not attached. They're just sticks now. You don't have any thoughts on this, of her just breaking uh, well, I was, school I was property? I was hoping you'd still go go on with it. I Like I said, I think... She's such a badass that it doesn't matter at this point, because she's gonna use this move. Oh, little, let me do a little uh, dive. What do you call it? How did I just? I was about to say divergent fist. Yeah, I know because you're an idiot. Is why you're diversion, right? What is a diversion? Diversion. Yeah, she's getting ready to do that. Uh, My whole thing was thank God she didn't get her hands back on the reasonably named weapon, Slaughter Demon. I shudder to think about how she would have treated it if she's just going around snapping weapons. But after she does that, she does throw part of it to create a diversion slash distraction as she attempts to close the gap. She takes Miwa by surprise that her legs moved, completely canceling out that awesome, simple Shadow Domain style we heard so much about earlier. Maki continues to kick ass as she throws Miwa into the water, and when she stands back up, we realize that Maki now has her sword. A complete disarming. A disarming while arming yourself. That's one of the best things you can ever do in a fight. Yeah, so true. And remember how Miwa said she had those two brothers she was trying to take care of? You remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be bold, but I can't help but feel like those two lads are properly fucked. Yeah, they are fucked. <laughs> I don't... I just mean... like if... Just like David Dobrik's friends would be fucked if he didn't make videos about them you're needing real, surgery. <laughs> you're on a real David Dobrik kick recently. Sorry, dude. I've, I'm on that grind, that David Dobrik you grind. And, you and your sister Jessica were having a little argument about yeah. David Dobrik, and now it's all that you can think about, even though we're doing this really well, You kind of look podcast. like him with your hat like that and your hair like that. You look a little bit like David. You've always said David's a handsome guy, so I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. A discounted David. And your sister has a shirt. You think she might be interested in me? No, because I said you look like a discount David, so I think she's more into the full-priced Well, I'm not to say anything about your sister, but 
I feel like whatever girlfriend David would get, she would be a discount form of that. So you think well, maybe? I mean, you are. Can right. I date? You think I could date your sister? If if I were you, I would not because who would date somebody that purchases David Dobrik gear? You know, what a loser. That was before the controversies, though, right? That was before. That was, was before the controversies. To be fair, still. she was buying. She was buying the merch before he. We knew that he was swinging people from bulldozers. Correct. Well, I don't even know what he was doing. He was a, was he a swinger? Is that what he got canceled? Oh, for? you didn't see him swinging the friends from the bulldozer, and then. Oh yeah, I think he paid like that for that guy's surgery after making a video. <laughs> well, there was a bulldozer involved. So. <laughs> um, so Maki, she's not even breaking a sweat. I feel like we see the back, or we see back at headquarters. All of this is being watched via a crow cam. This was the first point I got really confused about because in said headquarters, there, there's a lot of crows that are cameras, by the way, in real life too. I just wanted to mention that there's oh boy, not all birds are robots. Feels a little a conspiracy. A lot of them are. Just be careful when you're, uh, you know, out with crows flying around. Is there something I need to look out for? Is there a telltale well, sign? Or? When a crow is perched in a tree looking at you, I would say nine times out of a ten, crow cam. <laughs> to I like how you threw a little Mario in there. I'd say nine times out of a ten. <laughs> it's crow cam. Uh, okay, thanks for that. So in the said headquarters, we are introduced to a woman with such extravagant hair that it appears like it could double as a mop. And yeah. do you know who the fuck this is? I do not. I feel like this is by, this is definitely the first time we've seen her, right? I think so. I thought so. Um, I think I would remember her. I, I think it is just a higher up in that school. Maybe a teacher like Gojo at that school. It was so weird. Even like a second one because they've already got the one Iori that's kind of like. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. It was like she was here. We talked to her for a second and then no more. We were like, we'll give yeah. you more on her She's later. got a bitchy vibe to her as well. She So from my understanding, I think you're about to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you haven't. Well, she's, I'm really good at my notes. So yeah, she's controlling so. the crow cam. Yeah, she says they need to promote uh, Maki to second grade already, and Gojo says he agrees. But the Zenin clan keeps getting in the way. A whole lot more on the Zenin clan later. Uh, Gojo comments about how the camera feed over by Itadori keeps cutting out, and I something along these lines was the show's way of saying, "Hey." We're not going to show you Itadori this episode because, unfortunately, the animal cams just keep cutting out. They do. <laughs> Those are probably the pigeons. It's always got to be a crow, though. Those are more reliable. And like hey, you just s- keep, keep your eyes out, folks. That's a, that's a warning. All I'm birds. I'm going to give you one last warning. Kay. Most birds, but especially crows. They've got a good, uh, what do you call it? Think pixel, might, pixel rating. I think you might be in your own head a little bit, but okay. So I think it's, uh, like you said, insinuating that our new character here is the one sharing her senses with the animals allowing for this coverage. And I just... It, one thing that they established one thing about her, she seems to care about money, and that's all she cares about. So, yeah, so she's than, a normal person. Other than that, I don't know what her deal is. Although they do kind of start talking about savings where someone literally just says... Oh, yeah, how much have you saved? 
I like, actually, I did not catch that. I was like, wow, what a bold conversation to just have in the middle of this. They're just talking about their life savings. Hmm. I would just steal stuff. If I had cursed energy with me, couldn't you just steal things? And um, I would also like to take a second, just since it was, well, usually I'd kind of skip right by this. Chad did do that whole thing where he was bitching about flushing the toilet and the smell that started kind of wafting over from that. And he just did this move in his chair where he he essentially armbarred himself off of the chair, allowing for some free space between his butt flaps and the uh, call him that. the chair platform. To allow an escape of gaseous uh, material to uh, come swifting out of that. And then just decided, we'll just keep going on with the podcast from here. So he was kind of talking about smells, and then he just uh, helped me experience that. So I just wanted to... You're welcome. I felt like I needed to share that. He just looked super uncomfortable, too. And I don't want to call them butt flaps. They don't really flap around much. They're pretty small. I'd call them, like, butt sticky notes, almost. Okay. So... Meanwhile, Gojo takes a gander over to Old Man Eyebrows and wonders what he's planning, because that guy's always got something up his sleeve. He's probably planning his will out. He looks like he's about to die. Needs to. And to my seventh grandchild, I leave my eyebrow ring. And then my eighth one gets my cane. And my 13th one gets the third earring I have on these huge lobes. Meanwhile, Gojo takes a gander. Oh, wait. I already said that. Just then, a piece of paper on the wall catches on fire to the excitement of Gojo as he says, They are on the move. And in the worst part of the episode, they will now force-feed us assistant to the manager. Oh, dude, this was so bad. Yeah, fucking hate this guy. He explains that all the cursed spirits released into the area have charms on them. And when the spirit disappears, the corresponding charm here in the viewing area is extinguished simultaneously. Thanks for nothing, yeah. dude. We could have configured that ourselves. You know what they could have said? They've already got crow camps watching it. Gojo could have said, hey, it's one-to-one. Yeah. Didn't need this guy to explain something for so long. But he did, and part of it was Tokyo School takes care of one, it turns red. Kyoto School, blue. And since Maki is in the match, any extinguished by unregistered responses burn red as well. And so that's just saying, you know, she doesn't have any curse techniques so what we see in this very anime background could mean, for example, if Maki were to go and get her 2004 Honda Accord and run over some curses, that would follow also under the red cat- category. Nice. That was we, very specific of you. Well, that's because the show showed someone in a car running over a little bitch curse. It was a 2004 Honda I believe Accord, it was though. a 2004 okay. Honda <laughs> Being on Team Honda, that's Jap- crazy. Japanese made car, so I'm I'm gonna guess it was a Honda that rolled over that little oh. bitch. I was gonna say, yeah, it is in Japan. I guess you're right on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see on the wall that you didn't say Hyundai, did you? You said Honda. I said Honda. Okay. Don't yeah, I'm not really Hyundai's. I mean, get fuck your why is what I think about Hyundai's because you don't say a why, you know. 
well, yeah, but you know why? Because how do you spell Sunday? Like if you're eating a Sunday, uh, doesn't make sense because there's no Y in Sunday. You idiot. Well, there is a Y in Sunday. Which Sunday are you talking about? Uh, uh, I always go to the food. So I thought you were talking about a hot fudge Sunday. Were you not talking about a hot fudge Sunday? Do you know there's a day called Sunday? I thought. Wait, how is that one spelled? You know there's a yeah you know there's a Sunday. I thought you? it was called Sunday, as in like because oh you, you made it go get a Sunday. That makes and you always eat Sundays on Sunday, but yes. you didn't know it was Sunday. You just Friday oh uh, go to the popular chain restaurant, uh, TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday, mm-hmm. and you can get some mozzarella sticks, um, which still just one of the brightest cuisine creations we've ever made we said hey what if we took a stick of cheese and we fried it you want to say our favorite appetizer right now while we're thinking about appetizers yeah real quick yeah what's yours um i will say mine is got to be queso because you can get the tortillas you can get the chips you can get a nice hot queso and that is just a awesome awesome appetizer i here i'm obligated to agree my favorite food i would say it changes every two hours um sometimes it's nachos i love nachos which is a lot of times considered an appetizer in their own right um now just because i'm really enjoying this invigorating conversations about appetizers what is one that is not chip based what is your favorite appetizer Ooh, that's a good one um Me, you know what I'm going with, just because I think they're a lot of fun, and I don't have these too often. I need to need to really go out of my way to get these more often. It's those spicy jack wedges. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like Where do those. you get those at? They do a lot of... Uh, <laughs> I mean, TGI, they've got to have those. I can't... I'm trying to think. I like mostly chipped-based appetizers. I do like, though, because um, I kind of said that thing about mozzarella sticks. I'll be honest. They're a little bit overrated. Yeah, but they're, I mean, if you have that with the sauce, it's not bad. Like a marinara sauce? Yeah, marinara sauce. Yeah. Also like potato uh, skins. Potato skins. Uh, you've got, I mean, you can even do wings. Wings are sometimes an appetizer, Sometimes too. they're considered an appetizer. What a great country we live in, you know? Yeah, definitely not. What a full chicken-based uh, snack is considered, like, I'm just warming up. I'm going to die of chicken overdosing. Okay. I have chicken so often. So we can see on the... You didn't have an appetizer, huh? Huh? Okay. No, so, um, uh, I do have one. You want me to say it? Yeah. Um, buffalo, uh, buffalo cheese curds. All right. Um, okay, buffalo cheese curds. We can see in the wall that there appear to be 11 curses in all. Two have been taken care of. We got a tie ball game. But Gojo says that no one's paying enough attention to the actual game at hand. And spoiler alert, I'll go ahead and do this. For the remaining duration of this episode, the contestants will continue to not give a single fuck about the game at hand. 
I, I like that the most because the game at hand would be so boring. It'd be like watching somebody play water polo right. that's taking it serious and not just drowning the other team for fun. Now, that's kind of interesting that you say, you know, whoever would be doing the game is actually so fucking boring because just then we cut over and see that Panda is the one of the ones playing the objective, taking out a curse. Well, so what just, do you think about he that? He just fought the robot, so he's like, you know what? I got to even the score up real quick just to make the match more interesting. That's what he was doing. You know what? I put you on your heels, and you did a great job of, you know, getting your balance and coming right back at me. That answer is approved. I'm buying you some buffalo cheese curds later. <laughs> Let's go. It's my favorite appetizer. We cut over to Nobra and Sabrina the Teenage Witch as uh, Nobra yells, Get down here, you damn witch. Love it. Mm-hmm. Because we've been saying she's a witch. She and, is a witch. you know, I feel like when we have a nickname and we stick with it for so long that some people are like, oh, come on, learn the name. Don't keep going with the nickname. But then when they say things in the show, I feel like we are. It's like, you're a we're, wizard, Harry. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're free. You know, we're justified. So I she's, mean, okay, if she gets offended by being called a witch, though, maybe not do what you're doing. I don't think she does get offended by it. But she's, it's like trying, it's like me dressing up in like a tiger costume. Uh huh. And like I walk on all fours everywhere I go, and then yeah. someone calls me a tiger, and I get offended and by it. And you go, what the fuck? Yeah. Seriously? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, really? I, this is my favorite outfit. It's kind of like when I'm uh, at a restaurant and you order some of your favorite. Uh, buffalo cheese curds and I take the plate and I'm eating all of them and then yeah. someone walks by and goes hey slow down you cheese turd and I <laughs> how am I supposed to be like hey what the fuck yeah Coke? those are my and by the way buffalo cheese curds those are my favorite appetizers uh, I mean I can't be offended I got a mouthful of cheese curds how about that though let's talk about when you go out oh, to eat, let's with, talk. Okay, yeah. What? When you got about four or five people, you go out to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all share appetizer, maybe two appetizers, and you have that one guy that always eats like three fourths of the appetizer, and then the other four people have to share one fourth. There's always that one guy. Um, it's because it's all about rhythm. I feel like I know what you're talking about, but some people act like you can just leave an appetizer sitting there for ten minutes, and it's like, oh, did you expect there to be some left over? Once Ronnie gets in a rhythm, oh, I'm not I'm not gonna be doing anything crazy. Oh, I see what's going on here. But <laughs> no, listen, are you the guy that gets an appetizer and has one cheese curd every two minutes? No, I normally if there's like thirty cheese curds, I'll uh, I'll get five of them. I'll be like, okay. This uh, is okay. About even. And so you're split. You're splitting it up. I'll split it up at first, and then you are right. If if I eat those five, and I you know. A couple more minutes goes by, no one's grabbing anymore. And there's still 15 cheese yeah. curds on the plate? I'm going to grab a couple of them. <laughs> you got to get a couple more of those curds, bro. I got to curd up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because I knew you we were trying to point that on me, and I'm glad that it sounds like, for the most part, we're on the same page. But we know what type of rhythm you got. I had 25 of the 30 cheese curds. So the five. witch says, I already have come down a few times. Don't want... Don't want it anymore, you dirty first year, as she uses her broom to sweep some tree branches, causing some cursed wind energy to make a rough time for Nobara. When I was a senior, I used to call the freshmen's dirty first years, and then we'd get dirty, and those are all the only women I could get, because I was a loser. Okay. 
that's especially kind of uh, unfortunate that you admitted that about yourself because I don't think that the actual quote was dirty first year. I think that was a a Ron Ronster original. I think oh, I kind God. of slipped well, I, that well, in then there. Just disregarding everything I just said. Finally, the wind calms down, but just as Nobara lowers her guard, the magic witch broom takes off from behind her and hits her across the face, which you know what I thought. Owie. Sabrina says a scar is a badge of honor for a man, but it's only a flaw on a woman. So now we get to the part of the episode that I don't think Chad is going to get us in any hot water. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to keep going here, and I expect Chad's going to be really respectful and not say anything regretful. Okay. What are we talking about here? This is I actually stopped watching at this part. By the way, can you be on... Uh, she's kind of taking shots at women with scars. You love a scar on a woman, right? I do. I, I think that shows resilience. I think it shows that uh, you love being in toxic relationships. Uh, I've got a chance. Okay. So the boys, uh, they've really got Sabrina down. She says, you think being a sorcerer is all about power? And Nobara says, yeah, because it is. But Sabrina says, only for men. Okay, what is going on here? (laughs) Okay, let's just keep going. Let's see what you think, you know. Even if they're strong women, or even if they're strong, women have to be cute or they'll be undervalued. And even if they're cute, they will be undervalued if they're not also strong. They don't demand just strength from female sorcerers. They expect them to be perfect. See that? I don't even know what to say at this part. What do you think of this? I thought you were going to be bad. So it turns out you got nothing. No, I I really don't know what to say. Well, I'll tell you, it kind of came out of nowhere. And I'll tell you what I think. I don't think we have to say anything because I think our girl, Nobra, handles it with such grace yeah. and pride that we don't have to say anything. Well, listen, I'm, I will say one thing, though. I don't want to just not say anything okay, about this. Okay, I thought we were going to get through I feel like I definitely need to, my voice should be heard when it comes to, you know, topics like this. Yeah. I, have, I relate to this so well that... Women's rights beg for your opinion, so let's... You gotta, you do have to be strong, okay? But... When she says cute, I think she's kind of understating that. Mm-hmm. You got to be sexy. You got to have some flair with it. If you're not uh, high schoolers, remember? Let's remember high schoolers. They remember. But they're some of the. There's no a, way. It's a high school. Just remember that. This is. I, I think in this universe, though. Remember, they Toto's said, 16 years old. It's a high school. Be careful. If Toto's 16, then I'm fucking 37. Remember, his muscles have not fully developed. He's just 16. So remember that. Be careful. You got to show some titties. Whoa. No, they don't. No, they don't have to show them. What I are mean, you talking some about? Cleavage, because if you're not beating up men with some cleavage sticking out, then it's not. It doesn't really count. What are you talking about? This is not correct at all. I'm just saying it's hotter that way. Okay. But they are. They're in high school, so yeah, I take you are right. I'm talking about the ones that have already graduated. I'm not talking about them. So. um well, I just feel like, you know, all the guys, they might say all the girls have to be cute. I think this show has cast a bunch of uh, handsome young men. Well, Toto's always got his shirt off. Yeah. How about that? I mean, there's not exactly any uglies on the boys' side either. It's just, what's up with this whole sorcerer thing? I got a lot of it. Um, young, good-looking people. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm watching a TikTok house compilation video or something. Here's the thing. How about this? 
You just be good at what you do, girls. That's all that matters to me. She says someone like Mai is fighting against even more outrageous demands. And kind of like I said before, at this point I think Nobra is just confused more than anything. She's not sure what she did to cause Sabrina to start talking about all this. So she pulls some nails out and sends them towards this witch. And that makes Sabrina retreat as she is surprised that a uh, first year is so used to fighting and is still go or going strong no matter how often she is blasted by the wind. Oh god, and then this. I almost didn't put this one in here because I didn't like what it kind of... <sighs> Nobra says she is used to getting knocked around. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, what do you think she meant by that? She means that... <sighs> Dude, did you really think about? No, she means that she's not that good of a fighter, and she gets beat around, you know, by men and I'm sure women too while she's fighting. Well, I don't she, know what you thought I was thinking. I thought oh. she meant she just she lived on the beach. The wind is always oh knocking her around. I could you see know. that too. Yeah, she's always trying to put towels down in the sand, but it's hard when that wind's a whipping. Kind of knocks you around. <sighs> and here's the thing about women: stop. Oh. It's not always about being cute or being strong. Just do what you do. Oh, all right. Shout out Bambi. Sabrina says if she puts her output any higher, she might kill Nobra. But Finn says that that's just an excuse, and the real reason is because of Inumaki. Blind man? Uh, No, speech guy. We flash back to what you think is blind man. I call ponytails because he clearly can see. He just likes to keep his eyes closed. Uh, before the event started, he's explaining the nuances of cursed speech users. And the energy is imbued into sound, so you have to protect your brain and ears with cursed energy, which I have to admit seems like a lot of obnoxious work. Mm-hmm. That's like, uh, what's a good example? That's like being like, um, we were doing this podcast, and I put a bucket of water, uh, like underneath you and i put uh like a bunch of pins inside the water and i said throughout the entire podcast you have constantly have to pick up pins with your toes and place them outside and you can't skip a beat i feel like that's Mm -hmm. what it's like or it's like a gears of war reference when you're uh fighting a a bunch of locusts Uh you have these little creepy crawlies that crawl around you and they explode if you shoot them and blow them up so they constantly are nag while you're trying to fight the real enemy. They're just nagging at your feet, and then if you shoot and explode them, it causes damage as well. So you always got to oh, keep wow. an eye out on them. So what do you do? That's you not- just have to shoot them as they're coming up, or you can melee them, uh, yeah. and they'll fall on their back. And it takes about two seconds for them to explode, so you can just back up. Wow. Okay, so you got to get them before they attach to you. Yep. All right. Thanks for that. Uh- Thanks for that discussion on that dead Girl. game. Sorry, let me take this pen out real quick. <laughs> he says, it's not really a big deal for sorcerers as long as they know it's coming. But we co- cut back to Sabrina, who is saying, that's the problem. When you don't know if it's coming or not, it just makes for a big distraction. She's not used to protecting the inside of her head. And meanwhile... Nobara sends more nails, which causes Sabrina to once again start talking about Mai, as she said, perfection is simple compared to what is expected from her. It's a real Mai simp over here. I know. Mai looks 
Like she's 30, doesn't she? Well, okay, moving on. She's from the Zenin clan, is what Sabrina says. One of the three major clans of elite jujutsu sorcerers. This is Ronnie's theory. Fushi is a member of another one of these clans. Mark it down. Um, Mark it down. Okay. Hey, will you grab your fucking pen and mark it down? Well, I'm not even going to say it. Say it. No. All right, I'll sit fucking right here until you say it. Pretty sure they already said that, but I could be wrong. When did they say that? Like episode six? They said he was a member of... Uh, Possibly one a member of, of a clan. Three clans? Or are you talking about my how I've had this awesome theory for a while now? Or maybe you... Either you oh. said that theory or they said it. My but, theory is so strong that you're taking it for... Uh, maybe. For just how things are. I, it could be. And any jujutsu uh, smarties out there, please let me know if they've already mentioned that or not. And I'll give you a treat. And if you heard that, you actually don't have to do that. Just let me keep thinking because I didn't remember that because it's my theory. So just let's move on. Wow, he's so smart. All members are expected to inherit the clan's hereditary technique, and any who don't meet that demand start their sorcerer lives as failures. That's like me saying theory-wise. Just listen to this. Take this theory right here. Sukuna is actually a vessel Except it's just not the same thing at all because mine's actually really well thought Yuji out. is a vessel for And Sukuna. if you go back to the episode where I first debuted my theory, there was a lot of thought behind it. And um, a lot of people were like, wow, Ronnie, you're so wise. You were like, he has black hair like Mai and Maki. But back to the heredit. I'm not saying he's part of their clan, one of the other ones. Back to the hereditary technique. And if they don't meet that demand, um, I know that feel. Because the doctor told me I would be six foot three like my dad, but when I never quite got to five foot four, he stopped looking at me the same way. They put a block on your head. Uh, among those, women aren't allowed to even stand at the starting line, and without the Zenin clan lineage, they're not even considered sorcerers. And if they're not considered sorcerers, they're not considered people. Mai has lived her entire life with such. Are you good over there? Yeah, I'm good. I was out of this theory. So, okay, well, then you want to say it? Because I paused because I was like, oh, maybe Chad has something to say there. You didn't well, say okay. anything. You and then as it, soon no? as I started talking, you exhaled into the microphone, which I found kind of annoying. I was going to say, one of my theories now is that Fushi would not be relevant if he wasn't from a clan. And I have a theory that he is from like some type of clan. And that's how he has these powers. Because, so, but he. So your theory is actually not a theory at all. You're just mad that I have a theory that you're trying to come up with some way to shit on my theory. And I'm saying, no, 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 this is my theory. You're not listening. He was banned from this clan, and he's like an an outlaw. And now I'm mad because you just wanted to say banned from this clan. Mai has lived her entire life with such scorn in a family without a shred of affection. She says, so why don't you think about that? When a nail comes flying towards her face, we cut over to best girl Nobra, who says, You think misfortune is a free pass to do anything? Wow. She's so spunky. I love it. I can't stand her, regardless of her upbringing. And I love Maki, who endeared the same thing. Have you all even bothered to think about what kind of person the idiot you're trying to curse is? Yeah, and Maki doesn't even have cursed energy. I'm loving Nobra lately. I'm going to say it. 
What makes you obligated to meet to meet such perfection or such? Oh God, what makes you obligated to meet? <laughs> what makes this. you obligated? Hey, take five to meet <laughs> such perfection or such absurd demands. Fucking nailed it. Let's go. If your entire life is just a job. Well, that is everyone's life. We're just, we're all just living and jobbing. Just punching the top clock. As Nobra does her straw doll technique hairpin, as all the nails she has shot start exploding. She takes this time to try and climb up and grab Sabrina, but falls just short, except not really as we see a tiny bit of straw from the broom inside of Nobra's doll. And that's all she needed, folks. She says, I don't give a damn about men this and women that. You can keep that shit to yourself. I love myself when I get dressed up and pretty, and I love myself when I'm being strong. You Ooh. fucking go, girl. Without makeup on. Hair tied. Sweatpants. Here's the thing about Ronnie, guys. <laughs> That's he- when you live pretty... <laughs> Ronnie calls people at work when they're not wearing makeup Shrek. That's the type of guy he wow. is. I call them gorgeous, and when they're not wearing makeup, I say, you know what? She still looks good today. First of all, it has nothing to do with makeup. I think, you know, I've said many times, you don't need makeup, ladies. You look great. Just this unfortunate soul just is looks a little bit like Shrek. Oh, so now you're telling ladies how to be without you're telling them to not wear makeup. That's I'm saying just as bad. I'm as, saying do what you want. Okay, there you go. That's better. And when you started, uh, the reason I started the Shrek thing was because when you first started saying things, it was a little up into the air and whether or not she was a high schooler. So okay, that's not. You always try to bring this, and she was definitely like eighteen and two. You want to call me out about Shrek? I'm going to call you about us not verifying her age before you started saying some uh, relatively inappropriate things. Saying a girl looks cute. Now I will say this: you were in the clear. The police can turn around from the front door right now because we're fine. You, you hit the jackpot. Somebody once told me. Yeah, that's messed up on you. Guys, don't listen to anything he says. He legit called this poor girl Shrek, and I had to comfort her. As she hammers the doll, sending Sabrina's broom soaring down, Nobra notes that if she hits her with the hammer straight up, she might kill her. So naturally... She pulls out a squeaky toy hammer from out of nowhere and beats the shit out of her with it. That was hot. Where did that come from? She's like, oh, so now I'll just pull out this squeaky hammer. I'm sure she just had it on her, probably. But just then, her, did she, she pull gets, it out of her chest? But like she had she, it in her shirt? I don't know. That's what I said. Oh. And you kind of passed it. And now you want to talk about it. So I don't know what you're doing. Well, actually, I just talked about it right after you talked about it. Give me some time to say my words out of my mouth. Wow. You're the only that. guy. You're the only guy that's doing a podcast with a pillow in his lap because you're getting ready to fall on it and sleep, dude. So fuck I don't. Out I'll, of here. So I don't know if you're trying to do the podcast. I'm doing the or oldest not. trick in the book. You don't know anything about it. Whenever you get like a looking at me, you got a boater, and so you put a pillow over an time. RBS. You always put a pillow over top of you. You act like you're just enjoying the pillow. Yeah. Really, you're covering. <laughs> you're covering a boner. That boner's been going on for a long time. If you okay, need to, I am enjoying the pillow. If you need to take care of it, just take care of it, all right? <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm 
pretty wrapped up in my notes anyway. My I'm name's prob- Jeffrey. I probably won't even notice. <laughs> but just then she gets fucking shot. Okay? Oof. And thank goodness Maya was far enough to barely be in an effective range, and it turns out she was using a rubber bullet. Which makes a lot more sense given, given the circumstances, but I can't help but feel like it took something away, if you know what I mean. Like before, I was like, what, she can just, the rules are don't kill anyone, and yet she's got a fucking revolver, and they're all like fine with it? Why wouldn't more people use that, you know? Oh, just <laughs> firearms? Yeah. If there's, if there's firearms, why wouldn't you just use it? Like, I'd love if they just had all this crazy curse technique stuff, and then you just see somebody come up and just shoot them in the face. Just anyone just... who's not carrying weapons anyway. Like, why does Panda not just run around with a light machine gun and just... Yeah. Good point. Flawed. Guess we can quit the show now. Yeah. No, but we did see... Well, never mind. Keep going. So, I'm just tired of this woman and her gun. The two girls from Team Kyoto are chatting on the phone... Maya's reloading as she says she can't get in touch with Mecha Maru. And she's worried because she is sure that she saw one of his powerful techniques and now she can't get in touch with him. So that just means bad things. Uh, we cut over to Momo and see Nobra passed out behind her. Maya says that Momo should get back in the air to help uh, be the eyes for everyone because they are lost without her. Momo, by the way, is Sabrina the Teenage yeah. Witch. They started saying her name a little bit more at this part of the episode, which I was reminded of her real name. So another another name more. that starts with an M. It's just all it's, about the M. I told you. As Mai hangs up, we see Maki standing in a tree branch next to her, or uh, we see Maki standing in a tree next to her, and she partakes in a little trash talk. Mai points the gun at her, and we cut to another yeah. flashback. Uh, I think it's. It's not cheating, obviously, because she is using a rubber bullet. Mm-hmm. But it looks just like such a cheap move to be sitting in a tree with a revolver in your right. hand. Right. Yeah, because what we see is she points the gun. Maki points a sword. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight yeah. is what I've always heard. Well, unless it's a sword and you're going up against rubber bullets, then I guess you could do it. But To be fair, though, the only time the gun has actually worked out at all was... It just knocked Nobra out, and every other time, Mai has the most shit aim of anyone with a gun I've ever seen. Well, that's a little I mean, it's, a little it's too terrible. far. It's terrible. What well, are you typing over there? What's going on? When you on? fire at close range, rubble, rubber bullets oh! can penetrate the skin, break bones, fracture the skull, and explode the eyeball. Wow. You just did some research. Have you ever done that before? I don't think I have. Wow. Um, this is the first time I've looked up anything. It's pretty fun, right? That's why you had such a big just, smile. No, I mean like just anything in life. I know. Rubber bullets can cause traumatic brain injuries and serious abdominal injury, including injuries to the spleen and bowel, along with major okay, blood Okay, when vessels. you research, you got to know when to stop because you got a little drony there. This is said by Dr. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all, all seriousness, that was a faraway shot. This is saying up close. So it makes sense that she knocked her out and didn't just explode her face. We cut to another flashback of Nobra asking Itadori what he thinks of Maki. And very anime, but very funny, Itadori internally screams she'll be mad no matter how I answer. And despite being less lethal... (laughs) You're still going, huh? Rubber bullet... This is a different article, by the way. I just wanted to source, get different sources. Rubber bullets are still extremely dangerous. Now, you're not on Wikipedia, right? You know, that's a big no-no. 
If you get hit by one from 30 yards away, it feels like a strong punch. Ooh. So there we go. That's 30 yards away? Yeah. That does not seem like that far away to shoot. If you get hit in the neck, you could sustain permanent damage or life-threatening injuries to your airway or paralyzation. This is not good that you're reading this because I see very much in our near future you with the rubber bullets, me standing 30 yards away, and you being like, <laughs> "It's just a punch." Oh, if I shoot him, it's just going to be like a hard punch. You'll be fine. <laughs> and then you shoot my eye, and I lose my sight. Then it's just like a punch from Mike Tyson. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So, Itadori is going to take the respectful Ronnie approach and says, I think she's a wonderful woman. But Nobra meant as a sorcerer, of, of course, so it's kind uh, of was, embarrassing. I, I think that's pretty funny when Yuji, he's kind of just a dumbo that answers stuff like that. So, the two of them and Panda peek around a corner towards Maki as Itadori says one of the best lines of the episode, which is, honestly, I still don't know that much about jujutsu. <laughs> He's just like, I feel like I am not learning anything. <laughs> I keep finding myself with assistance to the manager a lot. He's stupid. But he goes on to say that Maki is really strong in a fight and says even the way she walks is scary on its own. You can, I've always said that. You can tell by the way someone walks if they are good in bed or not. Oh, good in, okay. If they're just good at fighting. Right. Nobara reports that she is only a fourth grade, which surprises Yuji as Nobara goes on to talk about the Zenin clan and how after Maki left, the clan has been interfering with her promotion. Panda says if she performs well at the event, her name will get sp- spread around and it will be harder for her family to harass her. Um, just then, Maki announces that she's heard all of this because they're just talking r- 15 feet away. A rubber bullet could do some serious damage from Mm -hmm. this distance because they're right there. Back in the trees, Mai shoots a bullet, but it's easily uh, sliced in half by Maki, who then dodges more bullets and cuts the branch Mai is standing on from out underneath her as Mai thinks about the one gift Maki has that she doesn't. And we go to another flashback. uh, What do you think it is, though? To young Maki and Mai, guess what? gonna tell you we hear a man no, say no what do you think it is act like you haven't seen the episode uh, i'm gonna think that the gift is um uh determinate determination that's chad singing a disney channel original from lemonade mouth what a film great film we hear a man say, have you heard about the two daughters? One can't even see curses, let alone use techniques. And the other man says, twins are an ill fortune. While the other goes on to say, might be a good thing. I couldn't bear to see an eldest son as a servant. So just some sexist pricks strolling the halls here. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Later on, the girls have grown up a bit. Maki is trying to get Mai to come along, but Mai is scared, which rightfully so, as we see some sort of scariest shit mummy skeleton looking scarecrow thing mumbling something scary it all makes everything pretty scary i thought what was this thing it was just a scary ass curse dude i don't know why it was just chilling but but i love the whole scary yeah it's very scary and i love the whole uh relationship here and how maki is such like the uh even though she's technically weaker and 
right. cursed form. She's being she's being the bigger person right here and helping out her sis. It's really sweet. Yeah, because Maki grabs Mai's hand and, like a good sister, helps her along. And present Mai's voice overdubs the scene as she says, "You've always acted like you were never scared and plowed forward to your future. I hated you." Which I think is unfair because at this point in time when you see this flashback, if we're taking this to be true narration, it's very much clear that Mai did not hate Maki and instead adored her and this future Mai letting her influence. And and I would say even when she says I hate her, even in current form, she doesn't really mean that. Amen, brother. It's like when I say I hate you. Yeah. You don't mean it, but but you just do for a second. I don't mean it, but I do at the same time. We cut to the father of the Zenon clan, and oh my god, cannot wait to see more of this guy. I mean, it's the mustache. Homeboy has got some white-haired chopsticks sticking out of that upper lip. And it also looks as if if his pectoral muscles have six-packs. Never seen anything quite like it. It's great, dude. It looks like he does uh, crunches with his pecs. (laughs) Don't know how you do that, but... Me either. He asks Maki if she's leaving the clan, and we see a young teenage Maki saying, Don't worry, I'll come back someday, clan leader. Which is a classic when you don't call your father your dad or something like that. I always call him, I used to call my father parent leader. That was before I came back. That was always super weird. I remember going home to my parents and being like, Hey, um, why does does, uh, Chad call his uh, daddy parent leader? Is that like a line leader, like at school when I walk through the halls? A line leader, dude. Second that was square from thing. the right, quiet sign. I was the line leader. Uh, I, re- I remember you crying about uh, not being a line leader one and my time. dad said, be quiet, Ronnie. <laughs> Stop talking. The line leader. That was one of the coolest things you could be when God. you were a kid. When you were going to the library for reading circle and you were the fucking line leader... You didn't feel like much more in charge. I remember people would be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And and if I was the line leader that day, I'd be like, I've already got everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at the, I'm at the, I'm already here. (laughs) The line leader. Good times. Uh, And you remember you would do like everyone would be walking and the teacher would say something. You'd stop so quick and then people would run into you from behind. And because you had to hold that formation. I remember that. God, I was like, then you would turn around and you put your finger over your lip if people were talking. You're like, we're in the hallway. Let's because you didn't quiet. give a shit about the quiet sign unless you were the line leader. Yes. Because you lead by example. People don't understand that. Whatever you do, the people following you do as well. He takes a drink of water, and you already knew this, but of course he's the type of guy that drinks it recklessly, letting a lot of it slide down the side of his mouth. Me. Yeah, you're so that guy. I love doing that, dude. I think, I honestly think it's a little, uh, you're kind of pervy if you get everything in your mouth. <laughs> okay. You gotta let a little uh, drop I, Listen, on you. when you say it out loud, how can I argue with it? It's pretty good logic. He asks, why would you return? And she says, because I'm going to be the head of the Zenin clan. And he laughs and says, well, and then I'm going to put you through some ordeals, which I thought was a funny line. That is pretty I'm funny. I'm going to start saying that. Be like, like, wow, I do not like that guy. I'm going to put him through so many ordeals. 
She turns away unbothered and says, do as you please. But then he, then he says, my as well. Which makes Maki stop. This obviously is more frustrating to her. And she says, she has nothing to do with this and walks out. Mm. We see Mai sitting outside listening and she whispers, liar. Yeah. So what we're getting from this whole thing is Mai mainly saying she hates her in quotations because she was leaving her pretty much. I think so. Leaving her to do her own thing, but it was like she was almost too scared to do her own thing, so that's why right. it's her own insecurities that make her hate her. Yeah. This is just some sad stuff, man. Makes me like Mai a little bit more, even though she's using rubber bullets. Back in the present, the sisters continue to fight. Mai reloads her bullets as Maki continues to run. Mai shoots six times, leaving Maki to believe that she has run out of bullets. <sighs> And oh my god, okay. We have another panda moment. I know. I hate being this guy so bad, but I watched it twice. After reloading, she only shot five times. Are you sure about this? I'm sure. Counted twice. I didn't count it, so I can't correct you on it. I'm sorry, you know, it might make everyone respect me less for being a little nitpicky, but when you are a professional podcaster, sometimes the quality of your work has See, to come before thing. your popularity. I don't think you're that good at your job. Not saying you're bad at okay. it. I'm just saying I don't think you're that good at your job well, where you can count bullets properly. Counted it twice. I will go back and count it, and call, for the next episode, I will call you out on it. Call me St. Nick. Checking it twice. Um, also, so confident that you will never go back and watch that episode, <laughs> and I will never have to uh, deal with the wrath of you counting saying six times. Uh, but from here on, let's act as if she fired six bullets, but I caught onto your bullshit show. Sorry. Maki takes the chance to not let Mai reload, and Mai continues to think about how she hates Maki as she fires one more bullet. And that stops Maki right in her tracks. My thinking to herself says, I never told you about my first love or my technique. I want to hear about this first love. So I think what's interesting here is I think what she's kind of, because she threw that in there. I'm like, what's that all about? My little, uh, my little theory there is after we saw her with Tochada or whatever, uh, Toto's Toto. simp is. I think Mai's insinuating that it's a woman. Oh, I think you are right. Yeah, yeah I'm right. Nice. You are. I wasn't thinking about that. See, I was thinking about. I thought she was doing one of those lame things where. Well, sorry. This. I don't know if this is lame. I'll. I'll go ahead and talk about this topic where. <laughs> okay. Where. Like, uh, there's a. It's always on Facebook. You see a, a girl who's probably the age of like 21, mm-hmm. uh, presumptuously. Okay, if we can pause right now, let me just say, I have no clue where you're going with this. Uh, Presumptuously a white female. Okay. She always posts, uh, oh, happy birthday, dad. You're always my first love. And every time, (laughs) every time it's just like. Do you see that a lot? Oh, I see it all the time. I, I need you to time. start sending those to me when you okay. see them so we can... I know, and I know the listeners have seen this as well. They've probably participated in it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. 
I'm just saying, do you always have to say that your dad was your first love or your sister? You're like, oh, well, I loved my sister. It's my first love. That's exactly like calling your wife, being like, oh, my best friend for five years. Stop that. It's the same exact thing. No, it's not. If you're tonguing her, it's your best friend. (laughs) All right. I thought she was going with that. And I was going to say, I thought she was talking about Maki. She's like, you were my first love because I love you, sis. Yeah. I love you, bro. I initially kind of thought, but th- I'm going with the, her no, first I, love as a, a woman. You're definitely right. I like that take. Uh, construct. I want to see some uh, Mayan female action. Her technique is construction. It uses one cursed energy. Wait. It's great. She suddenly turns five foot, goes <laughs> to the local gas station, well, gets a couple 40s, I, and heads to the ground. I, I had it in the notes as used one cursed energy. Like, there's a number of cursed energies you give to stuff. No, no, no. Construction. It uses cursed energy to create matter out of nothing. The matter produced by construction doesn't disappear when the cursed technique ends. And because of that, it consumes a lot of energy and is a slow process. Creating one bullet a day is Mai's maximum. And brings her own microwave to work. Now, this is obviously, as you were talking about before, another long technique description. What did you think of this one? This one's all right. I'm not... Like I said, sometimes there's so many words on the screen that it really, really jumbles up my brain area, my brain matter. It starts like starts like configuring like things out and then then I'm like, am I watching a show right now or am I solving an equation? And then I just, I, then I shit my pants. It's just funny because know. once I think it's a cool concept. I like the idea that she's making a bullet in her gun to make a seventh round. The funny thing about it is now this will be the second, uh, long description of a technique that will go on to not work at all. Uh, yeah. And then also, <laughs> It's really your sixth shot. If you were if you were right on that, well, yeah, she yeah. really didn't construct. It, I told but. you I didn't want to be an asshole, so I wasn't going to say that. But thank you for once again acknowledging how good, how immersed I was in this episode. We see the bullet one inch away from the bridge of Maki's nose. Looks like she's getting ready to get plowed right in the face. Whoa! As uh, I mean, it does. Let's be honest. Do you think she made a rubber bullet or a real bullet? Rubber. She's not going to kill her, sis, sissy. So that seems like we could make, I don't know, you know, one and a half bullets a day. If I'm, if it's, you're just making a rubber bullet, don't you think you could make a few more than a real bullet? You know, I'm going with I this. I don't know. All right. Are you Th- talking hey, about matter? Thanks for helping out. Um, as Mai lets a tear roll down her face thinking, I win. But boom! So anime! Maki swipes her hand down, catching the bullet that is now two feet away from her face. It went back in time. So anime. Yeah. She Maybe says, that's her curse technique. She says, ow! Makes the observation that she shouldn't catch bullets with her bare hands, so at least we all learned something. Uh, my enraged starts recklessly attacking. And just looks like you. When you get mad when I'm beating you at like Fortnite, because we play that a lot still. You just split rec- screen, yeah, yeah, split screen. You're <laughs> always right next to each other playing Fortnite. You just recklessly just come charging in at me, and I just build a little doorway. I just open the door and just shoot you right in the face. Yeah. Uh, she thinks to herself, or my enrage starts recklessly attacking, and she thinks to herself that Maki has another talent. This is a lot like Mekaru with a heavenly pact, but hers is opposite of his. 
which describe it normally she would have been born with a curse technique but in exchange for that she was granted superhuman physical abilities and the zenin clan wouldn't acknowledge it maki holds my at sword point as my says why did you leave the clan maki says do i have to spell it out for you you joined jujutsu high yourself which i was kind of did we know that had they said that before? Mm-hmm. And then she transferred out or something like that? Yeah. She left? Okay. I think I remembered that, but I couldn't. Mai yells that she never wanted to be a sorcerer, but she was forced to. She's so sick of facing scary things. Why couldn't Maki just done as she was told and lived a normal life? She damn. breaks even further and says... She wants her to be a damn sheep. Yeah. That's what she wants her to do. True. She breaks even further and says, why wouldn't you just stay at the bottom with me? God... That's wanting the best for yourself. Bottom feeder. Damn. That's what I think about this podcast, you know? I sometimes, when we just continue to like not grow or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just want you to stay at the bottom here with me, Chad. Don't and I'm, and I'm like, like you... just chilling at the bottom. I'm like, I'm planning on staying here forever. <laughs> Maki says, because I would have hated myself if I did that. That's why. I'm sorry. As we cut to the young versions of the girls again, as Maki says... I won't let go. Mai says, promise, never leave me behind. And Maki says, of course I won't. We're sisters. What? And she, I'm guessing she did. And we all start crying as present day Mai, still crying, says, liar, I hate you. So we get the final update that Mai and Nobra are now out of the competition. I like Mai a lot now. I know she's kind of cunty. No, 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 I don't like her. She's got cunty tendencies, and what she's saying is like really bitchy. But there, I feel like that's just childhood trauma. I don't like. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to show that you know Maki was there for. Her. She ended up leaving, but Mai is like, I don't know. She won't. How does she not understand what's going on? You really. Because she childhood. when you literally say, "Why did you not just stay at the bottom with me?" I childhood mean, trauma, Ronnie. There's and she's putting trauma. on a show all the time. It's like, get over yourself. She's got that CTE, that childhood trauma. This is why you got to be so careful. Like, she's already in high school, so be careful to begin with. Uh, mentally, she's so underdeveloped. She's like a seven-year-old kid. Well, no. Yeah, dude. yeah. This no. is such little kid thinking, Chaz. No, no. Grow little, up. No little kid thinks, I want someone to stay at the bottom with me. Yeah. You used to think that? Yeah. <laughs> You said was, that, you said that the most confidently, like like that was yeah. the only thought you yeah. had. So. I was a very negative child. <laughs> I you literally said that like that was all you thought about when you were seven. You were just like, yes, one hundred percent. Stay at the bottom with me. No, never mind. Then I guess some kids do <laughs> get get wrecked. So that's the end of the episode. We go to the juju stroll though. This one is a good one. Wow, Jesus Christ, this way. Hey, you were kind of been down on these lately. This is a good one. You ready for this? Yep. Miwa is hungry. She's got the late night rumbly tumblies. We've okay. all been there before. Well, she sees, she walks into the kitchen. She's like, oh yeah, I've got some leftovers. She sees Mai and Momo eating her leftover lunch. Now, she's a better person than I because this right here would be enough for me to pull out my pistol and murder some fools. Don't eat my leftover lunch. They try to give Miwa some ramen, and uh, 
they're going to spice it up because they are eating her leftover lunch. So they're going to put some milk and cut up peppers inside, really oh. enhancing the ramen. It's going to be one hell of a meal. Miwa's like, all right, all right, I can't resist. She eats it, loves it, and that's it. That's, oh, dude. Fuck, why did I not watch that? What? God, oh, I know why, because I'm not a fucking What an electric scene. No, I, dude, I will jump over this table. (laughs) That scene was electric. And wax your face right now. This... I am so sick of the juju trolls. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come watch this electric scene of seafood ramen eating. I'm about to quit this podcast. You know, if there's any more you know what we're going to do right now? What? Me and you. Okay, let's see. It's Saturday night. We don't have anything going on. we got a couple hours before the game starts. Let's go get some ramen. Okay. Maybe some spicy peppers, a little milk. Yep. Huh? Stir it in there. Can you think of a better meal for a Saturday night than I a mean, little... That- Milked down peppered ramen. Is it supposed to be bad? I'm supposed to be good. Meanwhile, I seem to enjoy it. I don't really see how it enhances it so much by throwing a little. Maybe if it's more like a heavy cream, just milk. I mean, I don't. I don't feel like the broth of a ramen and milk would work, but I don't. These you know. juju strolls are just the worst. But that is the episode. Thank you for tuning in. We just are so glad that you're here. Um. Just a few more episodes. We're getting near the end here. I've been Ronnie. I have been Mr. Chatty. Where can they find us, Chad? Guys, you can find us on Apple Music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can find us all right, on the, all right. the Android um, store. You've already not done this Sorry. correctly. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can get us on Stitcher Radio. You can get us on SiriusXN. You can also find us on YouTubes. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch us on YouTubes, then don't do it because no one does. Google Play, no one listens on YouTube. Uh, can you start posting? Maybe they don't because you don't post them on YouTube. I will you go finish. On a, you go on a vacation? Behind. Just one Is that all? Behind. Yeah, and uh, thank you for joining us tonight, fellas. Yep. And ladies. Uh, follow us at on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. Email us the Podcast Chronicles at gmail.com. Twitter. Join the Discord in the description below, and we will talk with and you. And on Twitter at the Podcast Chronic. Tweet at us. There'll be another learn a little something with Ronnie and Chad coming out soon. You gotta listen. We we love doing that show over there. You gotta watch. We're gonna have Brock on soon. You gotta come meet Brock. All right. Peace. Peace.